and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil, and this week with a very special guest, a returning guest of the podcast, it's Martin Howell from the Bad Wolf Podcast. Hey, I've still been sat in this chair, just waiting to be rolled out again. That's it, we kept you in storage. Yeah, just because, got... you know, Paul likes to go on his jollies. So. He does, yeah, exactly. He, he cares more about himself and pleasure more than the podcast. He's got a strange sense of priority. He has, hasn't he? He really has. So anyway, um, today, of course, we're going to be talking about the Bells and St. John, the uh, first episode in Series 7B or Part 2, whatever you want to call it. I prefer Series 7 Part 2 myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, don't like this 7B stuff. Anyway, before we get on to that, let's have a little bit of news. And the boring bit of news, let's get this bit out of the way first. The overnight viewing figures for the Bells and St. John, 6.2 million. That's not bad. bad. It's not too bad, is it? Um, Especially only be- considering it's a bank holiday weekend. Yeah, well, I think the uh, the big factor in this, the weather has been bloody awful, hasn't it? Oh, yes. For an Easter weekend, it's been bloody awful. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a lot of people have, but, you know, it's been bums on seats, really. Yeah, yeah. Really has. Uh, and it's only beaten in the ratings by Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway. Which is insanely popular. It there. is. I don't quite understand why, but... No, I'm, neither do I. Obviously, I'm not the target audience. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, it's all right. Yeah, it doesn't offend me. No, uh, I, I'll watch it if it's on, but I wouldn't think. Oh, it's Saturday night. Apparently, my sister told me <laughs> uh, Anne and Deck have actually caused a divorce. What? Um, for one of her friends. Uh, <laughs> basically, I think. Do, I do they know this? <laughs> I don't think they they were the the reason there's a divorce, but they were the catalyst. Um, the husband got really angry because he wanted to watch Anne and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, and she wanted to watch Top Two. <laughs> and they had a big fight, and he was stormed out, and he hasn't been home since. Do you know what? I thought it would have been the other way round, <laughs> but that, that's, that's just me being sexist. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. That's absolutely yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, moving on from that, the, the big news of the week. Is David Tennant and Billy Piper have signed up for the 50th anniversary special? Yeah, I know, which really surprised me. Not at all, really. No, no. not really. Uh, I always thought Tennant would be back for it. Uh, do you know what? I'm sort of kind of disappointed they've actually released any news at all. I, I was hoping they would just keep everything as a surprise. Well, I think this is a bit of misdirection uh, because Tennant and Piper were so popular. Mm. And they were sort of in when Doctor Who was in its prime. Not saying it's past it now, by no means. No, uh, but it was when it was really gaining popularity, and it was coming back, and it was the second series, and everybody loved Rose from the first series. Uh, she, Billy Piper brought in a lot of people who probably wouldn't have normally watched it. No, true. So uh, there was this big media uproar, and I think that by making people look right, all the paparazzi and stuff are going to follow Tennant. They're going to follow Piper, and that means they can sneak everyone else in the back door of the studio where no one's got a camera. Well, yeah, that's, that's open anyway. Because <clears throat> the other uh, casting news release was John Hurt's going to be in it as well. I know. Apparently he's going to be the villain. Hmm. I wonder what, though. I don't know. I don't know. But there were some people have said that he's going to voice John Pertwee. <laughs> Oh dear! Why don't they just get Sean Pertwee back in to do exactly. that? Exactly, because he's he's sounding more and more like his dad as the as the weeks go by. The older Looking he more gets, more like his dad as well. Yeah, so I, I don't know. John Hurt as Omega? Who knows? Possibly. 
But uh, that's nothing. Have you heard the, the big news? Mm-hmm. McGann's coming back. McGann's coming back? Yeah, there was apparently... Um, well, you sent it to me earlier that DWN sent out a couple of issues too early. They did, yeah. And yeah, there was a big spoiler in there. And apparently the storyline for the 50th anniversary is going to be, they're going to introduce the concept of degeneration. Wow. So that's how Tennant and everyone else is going to be in it, is the Doctor's going to regress back for his, his incarnations. Well, there you go. I thought you heard it here first, folks. An exclusive. Exclusive degeneration. Yep. I would never have believed it. Not, not, I know. Not until you I told know. me. Not until you told me. That's amazing. That's absolutely it's amazing. Amazing, yeah. Wow. Degeneration. Yeah, degeneration. So we're going to see Hartnell. Everyone. We're going to see Hartnell, yeah. I don't yeah. know how they're going to do it. It's probably going to be CG. Probably. Um, or they might dig him up. You never know. <laughs> but he, has, he is on Twitter, you know. He is on Twitter, actually, yeah. I've seen him tweet. Well, there you are. You see, so it's happening, folks. It's happening. Hartnell, the real William Hartnell, is going to be in Doctor Who for the fifth anniversary. He's about 112, <laughs> but he's still he's, he's still got it going on out there. So, <laughs> more so than he did back in the day, but <laughs> more so. Poor old sod. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I just hope it's not going to become the David Tennant and Billy Piper show, though. That's the only thing that worries me about them being in the 50th. There's been news that it's going to be 90 minutes, but as far as I was concerned, it was only going to be 60 minutes. Well, I always thought that, because um, everyone just sort of took it as red, it was that the toy fair, wasn't it? Mm. There was that, uh, I don't know, it's like a sandwich board put up with, <laughs> with, with that written on it. I don't know how it was, whether it was like some sort of official post or someone just wrote on this board <laughs> in, in permanent marker or something that, you know, it's only going to be 60 minutes. But I, I thought, well, you know, the BBC would announce that, not some bloke at a toy fair. Well, I saw a similar announcement, but it was in a pub toilet. <laughs> Amongst other things, yeah. Amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, here's hoping that Christopher Eccleston will be back as well. Unlikely, but I, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love that if he came back. The one I really do want to see, and I'm excited that he is coming back, is Paul McGann. Well, it's about damn time as well, I think. Yeah, exactly. I really hope he, you know, he's sort of given a lot of screen time as well, not just a, like a cursory nod. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing is, I, I don't know how the other classic Doctors would fit into it because they've aged far too much. Well, this is what makes me think whether they're actually going to sort of use old clips or just sort of, you know, sort of CGI Motion them into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it's certainly interesting, but I just hope they don't release too many, you know, too many teasers about what's going to happen. I I really think that by releasing the news about Tennant and Piper, it's just to make everybody look right. I hope so. And I think they're going to make Tennant and Piper's stuff overly exposed Overly public, um, all on location, yeah. Uh, so that everyone else who's involved is going to be in in the studio. Well, it's the only way they're going to keep anything secret. Well, if you look it at is. Matt Smith's first series, that was filming when David Tennant's last episode was beginning to air, mm. and everybody was following Tennant around, waiting for a quote. And for the large part, Smith's first series went uninterrupted by press. Because it did people, really, didn't it? Yeah. people weren't looking for it to be filming. Yeah, it wasn't sort of like until I suppose sort of closer to the time. Yeah, you started more pictures popping up and things like Outpost Gallifrey. 
exactly. But, then, but again, it was only the location stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. People were sort of putting two to you know two and two together to see you know. Mate, I think there's a lot of stuff from the eleventh hour, wasn't it? Mm. Ended up online, seems to remember, because it was a lot of him in uh, uh, Tenant's old costume. Yeah, yeah. So and a little bit from oh the time of Angels two parter. Yeah, that was the first episode. Um, they filmed. That was filmed. Yeah. But interestingly enough, uh, those pictures were just taken by a couple who happened to be on the beach. Bloody good photographs. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm, that's probably what their cover story was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're not press. No, we're just, just on our holidays. Just walking the dog. That's all we're doing. In February. Yeah. yeah. With this long telephoto lens. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Well, um, moving on for this because obviously, if there's anything. Else that comes out for the fifth anniversary, we'll, uh, we'll we'll bring it to you over the weeks, as long as it's not yep. too spoilery, of course. You know, I don't want it spoiled for myself, and I would hate to spoil it for anyone else. Even though no, we have given, you know, we're giving away. I know we're giving away a major plot point about McGann here. Well, you know, it's an exclusive. The news broke today. Yeah, yeah. and it's um, an exclusive to this podcast as well. Exactly. You've you've got to help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. give us a leg up the podcast charts, would it? Exactly. So, there you are. Now. um... Another bit of news, I think the final bit of news I've got, anyway, unless you've got anything else, sir, Martin, is the, um, now, I don't know if you remember the Doctor Who Eternity Clock console game. Yeah, I never played it. Yeah, well, I did, and I, I did a, like a mini podcast on it. Um, I remember that, yeah. Quite a few episodes back now, and it wasn't very good. It really wasn't very good at all. Um, and the news has been announced today that the BBC have cancelled the planned sequels. I'm not surprised. Me neither. <laughs> From I really reaction on that episode. <laughs> I actually believe it was you who made, talked them round to it. <laughs> they heard the podcast. They thought, well, we've made this guy so angry. It was, it was just such a disappointment. I think that, yeah. was, that was the thing. Um, you know, the, yeah. the fact that they did... On, on a thing like the PS3, hmm. which is quite a powerful machine, they did like a 2D scrolling game. Yeah, it's, it's a weird... If, if it had come out as like an iPad game or something... It would be perfectly suited to something like that, yeah. You know, but this was so... It was just half-hearted. The whole thing was... It just lacked any imagination. and It was just awful. That's what I can say. It was just awful. So, the only the only way... Sorry. The only way I think they could get a decent Doctor Who game is if they did Doctor Who Lego. I'd buy that for a dollar. Because look how insanely popular Lego Batman is, Lego Star Wars on the games yeah. I think Doctor Who lends itself to that format it does even when the Daleks exterminate someone they could explode into like bricks which you then collect Brilliant. yeah which you then collect and then yeah. when the Doctor regenerates that uh, it's just another collection of bricks that get built up it's a, it's a no brainer it really is a exactly. no brainer but I don't know why you know maybe they will do it one day who knows you know they do well, seem to be snapping up quite a few more licenses or, or tying in with other licenses now Lego yeah, yeah. just had Lord of the Rings as well yeah, you know, so which I never thought would lend itself to Lego, and it did so brilliantly. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I've played it. Yet. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool, actually. Um, yeah, but let, it's any. I mean, anything's got to be better than the Eternity Clock. <laughs> it really has. Uh, but I don't understand why the BBC's completely cancelled every single game or gaming franchise they're going. They Unless can't... Lego have been in touch. Who knows? I've fingers crossed they have. I mean, really do hope, you know, hope so on that because they cancelled the adventure games, which okay, they had their critics as well, but yeah. they were free. Free, yeah. You know, and if they're free, you well, if you're going to complain about free games, then you know, 
but you know, but well, you, people complain about free podcasts. So. Oh no, exactly. <laughs> no, just the fact. Okay, I think what really annoyed me about the Eternity Clock, you you had to pay for that game. Yeah, yeah, and it was worse than the adventure games, which actually had a little <laughs> bit of imagination in them, and actually felt like a mini episode. Yeah, yeah, you know, but which I think they were intended to be. But this Eternity Clock game, it was just, it was just really, really shoddy. <laughs> really was. So. Oh. oh well. So, unless you've got any other other bits of uh, news, Martin. No, I've got nothing else for you. Nothing else. Nothing else. Okay, then, folks. So, um, that's it for the news. So, coming up very, very shortly is our review of the Bills at St. John. So it just leaves me to say for another week then, that was the news. Right, everyone, it's time to discuss, at last, new Doctor Who on this podcast. And, of course, this week we're discussing the Bills of St. John. Hello? Hello? Are you all right? I'm in bed. Yes. Do you remember going? No. What did I miss? Oh, Quite a lot, actually. Uh, Angie called. She's going to stay over at Nina's. Apparently that's all completely fine and you shouldn't worry like you always do. For God's sake, get off her back. Also, your dad phoned, mainly about the government. He seems very cross with them. I've got several pages on that. I said I'd look into it. I fixed that rattling noise in the washing machine, indexed the kitchen cupboards, optimised the photosynthesis in the main flower bed and assembled the quadricycle. Assembled the what? I found a disassembled quadricycle in the garage. I don't think you did. So, Martin, you're our honoured guest, and no doubt you've already spoken about this on your own podcast. I know you recorded last night, didn't you? We did, yeah, so I just want to come on this and just repeat myself. (laughs) So, far away, mate, what did you think? I really didn't like it. No? (laughs) No. Okay. It's it's just a rehash of everything we've seen before. Okay. Uh, The computers were no more than the nodes from Silence in the Library, mm-hmm. uh, as was the idea of people being downloaded, re-uploaded, downloaded and saved. Yeah. Uh, the whole plot with uh, The Great Intelligence and that woman was just the idiot's lantern with Wi-Fi in place of TV. Yes, it was, wasn't it, really? Yeah. And my girlfriend, who isn't a Doctor Who fan, mm. she's not an anti-Doctor Who person, but she, she'll watch it if it's on. Yeah. We were watching it and she went, we've seen this one. I said, no, no, it's new. And she went, no, no, we've seen this one because they get sucked into the telly and then the faces go and the da da. And when she said that, I was like, shit, she's right. Yeah, absolutely. She's actually right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I must admit, I thought it was, um, I thought it it was a fun episode. Yeah, yeah. But, as you say, it's all been done before. It, you know, as you say, the whole it's exactly like the Idiot's Lantern, exactly like Science in the Library. Yeah. Yet, yet again, you've got another companion that's got some weird backstory that you know that the Doctor's got to solve. Exactly like Amy Pond. Yep. Um, it's just getting a little bit sort of well tiresome now, I think. And the, another thing that's really bothering me is all the Doctor Who. Oh, that is really annoying me now. I mean, it annoyed me before, but they've, I mean, enough, you know, yeah, enough with yeah. that now, you know. Um, it's even to the point that the Doctor likes people to say it now. I'm it's, surprised it's not even Moff- in joke anymore, is it? I'm surprised Moffat hasn't put in that old not-not joke. Yeah, exactly. I'll <laughs> give it time. He's got the 5th of anniversary to come. Yet another spoiler for true, you. True. That, that joke will be in there. <laughs> I, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Tennant is going to knock on the TARDIS door and go, knock-knock. Oh, 
I, th- I think you might have given away a major plot point there, Martin. <laughs> uh, let's talk about what we did like. Okay. Um, um, performances were great. Yes, they were. Smith, brilliant again. Uh, can't fault him at all. No. I love his incarnation of the Doctor. And, you know, he's found these feet. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's playing that part excellently well. Um, I love his new costume. I want it. I want that purple tweed frock coat. Yes. I Me really too. do. I don't, I don't, it's probably about £600. Quid. Probably. Because I saw the, uh, what was it, the Who shop in the Barking Road. They were selling yeah. the uh, tweed jackets with the elbow patches on. 200, oh, right. 250 quid. I can't get that past the missus. Nah, no. neither could I, to be honest. Actually, I wouldn't want to spend that on a coat, to be honest. Well, neither would I, but, you know, um, a woman checks in a man's psyche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, actually, so another thing I did like about this um, was the, the BBC announcer at the beginning, when it announced that Doctor Who was back, and you've got, oh, yes, and you've got yes, the interference yes. and the Wi-Fi signal started yeah. coming up. I thought that was a nice little touch. I did like that. I really did like that. That was nice. <laughs> Apart from that, that's probably about one of the only original things in it. <laughs> yeah, because Moffat was deeply inspired by Skyfall with this, that Bond film, and mm. it shows all the London skylines, and they went out of their way to to show London, I, I, uh, which I guess when you've got a location shoot in London, you show it off. Yeah, yeah. you um, do, yeah. It's not often they film in London, is it? So, you know, they've got to make the most of it. Yes, and it sells it to international audiences. Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah, they're not... Um, unfortunately, they're not too interested in the, in the sites of Cardiff, are they? They want, to, <laughs> they, they want Big Ben and the House of Parliament and Marble yeah, Arch and all that stuff. Yeah, interest in Chip Alley. <laughs> well, I liked it in Cardiff anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> but anyway, um, you're talking about other... Um, Smoff had been influenced by Skyfall. Yeah. I think he was influenced by another film as well. Okay. And one that wasn't anywhere near as good as Skyfall. <laughs> In fact, it's actually rated one of the worst films of all time. Troll 2? No. Batman and Robin. Okay. Right? The bit where he drives up the side of the shard on his motorbike. Oh, yes. Yeah, it yeah. reminded me of Batman and Robin when they drive up the sides of the buildings. Yes, you're right. And it just... Oh, no. And I thought, if that is... The first thing that springs to my mind while watching Doctor Who, it can't be that great an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never good to think about Batman. No, nah, never, never. Uh, yeah, I, I just got a, a feeling that I'm, or I think you and me really, are going against the grain here. Because reading lots of the tweets and a lot of the press reaction to this story, everybody seemed to like it. I know, I know, and I don't know what it is, it's like Moffat has hypnotised a lot of people, because sometimes people see genius that isn't there with him. Yeah. And a lot of people going, oh, who's the woman in the shop? And well, so it's going to be River Song. It's going to be River, isn't it? And everyone goes, no, no, Moffat's far too, he, he isn't. No. It, He's not go- far too clever, it will be River Song. Oh. Well, it's going to be River, or I mean, we've had Rose or uh, Donna has been mentioned as well. Um, no, it's going to be River. River, or at the very, very slimmest possible chance, probably not because she's an Oscar winner now. Mm. Sally Sparrow. Ah, that's an outside chance, isn't it? Yeah, because she did work in a shop. Yeah, but she didn't have his number. No, nah, and it was a video shop as well. It, yeah, true. <laughs> 
which, which puts even more of an outside chance. But you never know, do you? You never know. You never know, because that was, you know, a character that people wanted to see come back. Actually, people wanted to see it as the Doctor's travelling companion. Yeah, yeah. And me included, actually. I thought she would have been rather good. But then again, um, Sally's boyfriend was really into the internet and uh, knew a lot about it and went on the forums and stuff. So it's plausible that Clara was in the shop one day moaning about not being able to do something on the internet on the phone. He overheard, and then Sally wrote down the number and said, oh, you need to call this guy. Oh, could be. But it's River. It's, it's gonna, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have we been speculating about this for? <laughs> it's going to be River. Um, anyway, let's, let's get back to the stuff we did like, shall we? Yeah, man. Let's try and be, be positive about this. Um <laughs> <laughs> Never look here, never look here. So I made a few notes as I was sort of watching it again because I watched it again before we started recording. Okay. And I must admit, a lot of the stuff I put down was a lot of negative stuff, to be honest. Yeah, same here. <laughs> um, actually, one thing I didn't expect quite so soon was the great intelligence to come back. Um, it was slightly spoiled by the BBC as somebody listed it in error. Yes. On the website. And Richard E. Grant actually tweeted that he was in it. Ah. That, I'd see. I don't follow Richard E. Grant, so um, no. Because I had um, a, a text from uh, another podcast, Ian Todd from the Mondas podcast and uh, the Coltism podcast. podcast. Yeah. Very good indeed, excellent indeed. Um, he he actually tweeted or texted me to say that you know enjoy the episode, but that bit was spoilt for him because it was listed in the Radio Times or, or one of the TV mags. Yeah, yeah. listed it, which completely spoilt it for everybody. Which my reply to that, at least J&T, when he was in charge of Doctor Who, at least when Anthony Ainley was in it, at least he made an anagram out of the guy's name to keep exactly. it a secret. You know, so... But everything... That's, this is what's, I think, annoyed me leading up to this episode more than anything else, is the amount of information and and teasers the BBC have released. Yeah. And I know they've got to drum up interest that Doctor Who's coming back, but the amount of stuff they've released, they've more or less showed the entire episode... <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, it was it was absolutely crazy. You know, it's you know less is more sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind a trailer. I mean, obviously you want to promote. No, the trailer's your fine. brand. You want people to know when it's on. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, but the constant and teasers all the time. It's too much. It's too much. Another thing that just reminded me of Moffat borrowing from himself. Yeah. Uh, that little guy who started the little guy. The guy who does the little video. At the start, saying, I don't know where I am, and blah, blah. And then he's yeah. explaining about the Wi Fi. That just reminded me of Blink when Tennant leaves that video for Sally. Wow, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. The thing is, I thought he was going to play a bit more of a part in it. Yeah, so and did then, I. And then he just, well, that was it. He was just forgotten about after that. I thought you, you might have got a little bit at the end where you saw, you know, he woke up where he'd been re downloaded again. Yeah, yeah. But. No, absolutely nothing. Just, he was just sort of in at the beginning, uh, set the scene, and, and that was it, gone. Yeah. So a bit bit strange. Um, yeah, actually, the other thing I thought I thought was okay with, with Moffat's Solace of Dummy was that on the actual episode title. Yes, that that's exactly just like he did with Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah. Uh, which I don't mind. A lot of people hate, whoa, they didn't kill Hitler. So of course they're not going to kill Hitler. No. Um, it was just a throwaway line, which I love. That's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I didn't guess what the bells of St. John would be until, until you saw the TARDIS with the St. John's ambulance. Yeah. Like, and then, then they heard a massive penny drop across the whole of the UK. Yeah, yeah. But the, the only thing that um, sort of bothered me about that, it, that, that um, 
Monk rushed in to say, oh, the bells of St. John are ringing. Yeah, yeah. How long was she ringing the phone? Exactly, because it took a horse ride to get to the, <laughs> get to the TARDIS. It, it's just a little... I don't know why. It may, it's me but just being overly picky, but it's just... No, no, no. I've got another thing that both Mark and I picked out on Bad Will. Mm. It's when they come out on that motorbike from the TARDIS in London. Yeah. Who shut the TARDIS doors? That's true. They were wide open, they, weren't they? They were on the bike and they are open. All it would have taken was one shot of Smith clicking his fingers... And the door's closing. It just seems that, that Moffat sets these things up and then forgets about them, or he could just introduce yeah, it, them almost like subconsciously. Yeah. And he doesn't, but everything's... I, I, I don't know what it is at the moment. Everything seems to be really, really signposted. <laughs> I, I don't know why... There's nothing subtle about it, anyone. I always thought his scripts were more subtle. Well, then, you know, there's a difference between writing an episode per series than overseeing 14 episodes a series. Mm. And um, Sherlock as well, for that matter. Yeah, and you you look at when Joss Whedon was doing Buffy, Firefly, and Angel. Mm. Buffy suffered. It did, yeah. Uh, and now he's doing Doctor Who and Sherlock, and dare I say it, Doctor Who's suffering. Yeah, I think so. Actually, I'm not. I'm you know I'm not calling for. I know a lot of people are calling for Moffat's head on a on a stick. Really, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, me neither. You know, uh, I, mean, I, I think he should step down, but. <laughs> No, they sort of like, oh, he should go now. He, you know, it's it's okay. Maybe he, I mean, he's recycling a lot of ideas, but I think he's been guilty of that for a long, long time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think he's been ever more guilty of that than this particular episode. Yeah, I mean, this is like Doctor Who's greatest hits. Yeah, all in, all in here, and the fact that somebody like my girlfriend who who doesn't watch it picked up on one episode she just happened to have watched before. Yeah. That this was very similar. Mm, yeah, it's it's not a good sign if if a a casual viewer mm. can pick up on something like that. Really isn't. But you a, know, <clears throat> sorry, go. On. No, so, as I say, there's another little. Um, we're talking about in referencing other things. There was another thing that reminded me of um, when he was trying to stop them downloading Clara for the first time. Yeah, and he sit on the laptop and he's sort of typing away fast, and the then you've got Alexi over in the shower typing away fast as well. And the Doctor's fingers were going like a blur. And I thought, is he turning into Commander Data from Star Trek now? <laughs> well, you know, Stephen Moffat's seen that 1996 film, Hackers. <laughs> he, he knows how hacking works. Don't yeah. question him. He's done his research. Exactly. You can hack from a laptop. And all you need to do is hit the keys. Exactly. That, that's, uh, another, that, that's something that's really well out. And that's been... Doctor's been guilty of this since it came back in 2005. Saving the world from a lap, with a laptop. <laughs> Sorry, it, I know this is science fiction. You know, you know, you're supposed to suspend your disbelief momentarily, but yeah. it can't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's suspending your disbelief, and then there's switching your brain off. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just another thing you said about that, Alexi. Is I love the line where she says, "Kill him." Oh no, wait, he's due to go on holiday. Kill him afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Let's See, not the, be unreasonable. There and, were and nice little, yeah, exactly. There were nice little touches like that in it, but it was, I think it was just the actual plot itself. I thought was it was just it, you say it, it's been done before, mm. but that's what let it down. And um, how did Clara get into their webcams? Where did she know where to even begin to look for their images? Oh, uh, I mean, that was like the Matrix. Yeah, and that's a whole other thing that uh, Mark completely debunked this when I talked about it. Yeah, but at the end they all regress back to when they first came in the building, mm. or when the great intelligence first um, approached them. 
And they've all got social media sites. I can't believe this guy who's controlling them all and made them believe that they're high up in this industry or whatever they're working in mm. uh, would let them update Facebook. And yeah. surely, like that guy who, who turned out to be a plumber, <laughs> yeah. surely his missus is going, you're going to the shard a lot. Why are you wearing a suit? You would have thought, unless she's been controlled. That's... I suppose you could say, okay, then the great intelligence must be controlling her as well. But if he goes to those links, why is he not stopping him going on any social media site? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all right, you, it could be argued like Mark did that he, he's given their freedom, so they're not slaves. But then you think if you're, they've completely altered their minds. So then you would notice if, if I was a plumber and I'm leaving in overalls every day and then all of a sudden I start wearing a suit to plumb out a toilet. Yeah, the missus is going to notice. Yeah, I think she might twig something, and then you know, and then all of a sudden you change your workplace to the shard. So what? You're the exclusive plumber who wears a suit at the shard. Do you know what? I don't actually know too many people who actually put down their place of work. No, I don't. I actually don't know anyone who does that. Well, people do, but um, but I, yeah. I don't actually know anybody who I follow on on Facebook or Twitter actually put down where they work. No, I don't even mention where I work. I don't. Think. Who'd be interested? <laughs> well, who, well, the great intelligence. <laughs> and that, that's just, yeah, it's just that got to me, and I, I couldn't get past that. No. Um, fair enough, you, you can. If you've got an image, you can put it into Google Images and reverse search it and see where it came from. But you couldn't do that with a unique image because well, it wouldn't matter anything. If I took a picture of you right now and ran it through Google Images... Uh, it wouldn't come up with any matches because that picture's not been used anywhere else. So taking a picture of them on their webcam would not pull up any results. No, it wouldn't do, would it? It's... Unless they had that exact same picture as their profile. <laughs> well, this is this is a, you know it's just one of those things that it was so like such a convenient plot device that you know Clara was download part downloaded and when she came back again, she brought back something with her. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden, I know, I know how to do. I know. I know. You almost said I know kung fu. I did. I know kung fu. That's what reminds me of the Matrix. (laughs) But just oh dear, surely that's another film he's ripped off there as well. But yeah, it it was just so. Oh, I don't know. It was just so convenient. It really was. I don't know. It just. I thought Moffat was better than this. I thought so. Actually, there was another couple of little things I I did kind of like. What we said before about um, when you said about the TARDIS materialising by the Thames yeah. and the bike riding out of it. What I did like before that was the Doctor going around with his fez collecting like it was some street magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody's applauding, so he's yeah. just trying to blend in. Yeah, I, did, I quite like that idea. Um, Since and when has other... the Doctor not taken the TARDIS into battle? Mm, I know. Where's that and one when, come from? When have the streets of London been that clear? <laughs> Well, uh, not even. I'm not gonna say even the early hours of the morning. It's it's never it's never clear. Never. If you live in London, you know it, it, you know it's like New York now. It never sleeps. Yeah, yeah. Never. But the other, the other thing I liked as well was uh, when you saw Richard E. Grant as a great intelligence, yeah. and he mentioned Unit as very old friends. Yes. Yeah. But then, who called Unit? The Doctor. Well, I don't know. I'm assuming he did. Why? Why would he? Because. You know, he's clearly, um, the last time Tennant saw Unit, he had a big disagreement with him. Well, actually, you know, uh, Smith has seen um, Unit, hasn't he? 
in the pair of three. Of course he has, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you've got uh, <coughs> Kate Lethbridge Stewart. Yeah, so it's sort of uh, units changed more to the Doctor's image, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why they weren't wearing the stereotypical unit. The red. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, um, another thing I did like is the line about Earl's Court being remind, an embarrassment. Um, remind me on that one. I must have missed that bit. <clears throat> well, basically, they're looking for the TARDIS and they've been searching all night. And the guy who turns out to be a plumber, I can't remember his name, says to Alexis, or yeah. Alexi, um, are you sure it's the actual one? Earl's Court was an embarrassment. And that's because in Earl's Court, there is actually a blue police box. Oh, is there really? Yeah, right as you... Not the um, the arena side. Yeah. But if you come out on the high street side, just outside the tube station, there is a blue box. There's pictures of me on Facebook in front of it, because I'm that sad I actually went down there just to do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll send them to you. Um, but yeah, just, and I love that. Anybody who knows Els Court in the area would have been howling at that line. Uh, oh, it was brilliant. put there in 1997. So to what end? I, I, because I don't, I don't know what it was used for because they the weren't used. Because haven't been used since the sixties, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I imagine there was some counselor for Els Court who was a huge Doctor Who fan who thought, I wonder what laws I could get passed. And just decided to put a TARDIS there. <laughs> Why not? That's a damn good idea, actually. <laughs> exactly. So next time you're in the Hell's Court, go out on the high street side. You'll see the TARDIS as soon as you walk out. Wow. I'm going to have to hunt that down now. And have my photograph we'll taken with it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the album artwork. That's brilliant. That's yeah. br- I never knew that existed. Never knew it existed. Yeah, so that, that was the line where he says Hell's Court was an embarrassment. Well, that's other things that because that led up to the bit with the uh, the bit with the with the plane coming into crash, yeah. and I thought that was quite well done. Oh, I like that. But the only thing is, Clara didn't spill her tea. I know the met round she <laughs> round around she did, and then didn't spill a single drop. And as soon as she got back in the tire, she took a big swig out of it. Yeah, I've tried holding a cup of tea when I'm a passenger in a car. <laughs> uh, that doesn't go well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Have you ever tried walking from like the kitchen to your bedroom with a cup of tea? You're going to spill a little bit. Yes, it will slosh around, won't it? So yeah. if you're if you're on a plane plummeting towards the earth, um, no, it's not going to happen. I, I the only thing I can think is before she got in the TARDIS, she had finished it, but she just didn't have time to put it down. And then when she was on the plane, she thought, oh, "I'll take a swig of drink," and just because of all the excitement, she'd forgotten that she'd already drank it. It could be. <laughs> It could be. Or she um, as she passed the hostess trolley yeah. on the way back. <laughs> she's top, topped it up and went back in the TARDIS. <laughs> what did you think of the um, uh, the spoonheads uh, or the nodes? Fine, fine the, but they they were just the nodes. Just nodes, exactly. We said just like the um, science in the library. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, only thing I can think of it must have scared you know. Oh, kids. my son loved them. I say when when the doctor turned into one, that must have scared a few kids. You know the heroes. That, you know it's a spoonhead. Uh, my sister came round here yesterday, and she hadn't seen it. And uh, Aidan went, "Yeah, I loved it when the doctor and he got his head and he turned round." And she was like, "No, no, don't tell me." And then he was a robot. And then it, <laughs> so he he absolutely loved it, and he's four. Oh well, so, I suppose you could say job done then, really, because it is yeah, you know yeah. it is aimed at kids, and I and that, I'd say that would. You know, that would scare a kid, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or make them think about it, you know, at least. Not that it give them nightmares, but... Uh... Um, but the actual dad of that family, uh, did you used to watch Desmond's? Yes. 
back in the day. It, it was, was Michael, Michael yeah. Definitely. And also Viv from uh, Ashes, Ashes to Ashes. Ashes. Yeah, um, yeah. It was Life of Mars. Was he in Life of Mars as well? Was he wasn't on Life of Mars, no, just Ashes just to Ashes. Just Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, so when I saw him, I thought, oh, crikey, yeah, sort of. It, it took me a while to sort of, because it's very, very brief glimpses you've oh, got. You, you, got you don't really see the whole of his face. No. Uh, it was just his voice to me. I know that voice. And then when I had a look, I was like, yeah, it's him. And the girl who plays the daughter is actually Lily Allen's stepsister or half-sister or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, small world. Bloody hell. <laughs> so I'm going to see any more of that family as well. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I guess if Clara's living with them. Yeah. As long as it doesn't turn into like another um, Tyler. You know, yeah, but then again, look how popular Brian was. But that was a that, but that uh, you see that was a, a completely different non-annoying character really wasn't he? That's so, yeah. You know he, he had no intention of really wanting to go travelling with the do- with the doctor. Even though I think he would have been quite a good quite a good character to have tagged on for a couple more episodes. I hope he comes back like Wilf, and just goes you know for a little trip. Yeah. Now this is one other thing that that is might bother me over future episodes if this if this uh, you know occurs again. Um, it looks like as with RTD and Rose, mm. Moffat can't seem to be able to want to give up Amy either. I know, I know. The, oh yeah, the the book, yeah, the, the media, media Williams, Williams book. Yeah, that I don't mind. Um, you know, Amy, or, or it was already settled that she was already an author mm. um, because you know she wrote that spy book that was based on River that was a message for the Doctor. Uh, so I guess. You know, if she was already set up as a publisher, somebody eventually was going to have one of her books. Uh, that doesn't bother me that much. But yeah, yeah. they do keep mentioning her. Well, because of course you've got another tie into this because they're actually going to release um, Amelia Williams' book, Summer Falls, as yeah, an e-book, yeah. aren't they? I yeah. actually got this slight because the BBC sent me press releases. Yeah, I actually got this sort of spoiled for me because they accidentally sent the. I don't know what they're up to nowadays. Uh, but they accidentally <laughs> set the press release four days early oh, and then sent another three retractions. So it was like, well, uh, okay. So I knew this book was coming up by Amelia Williams mm. uh, before I was meant to know. Oh, dear. <laughs> it seems to be so eager in just, you know, releasing everything. Just let people watch the bloody program first. Basically, you know? they were just thinking about the four-day week they had. <laughs> 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 and they were so excited about it being a bank holiday they just wanted to get everything out before they left the office well it must have been Christ <laughs> <laughs> so what did you actually think of the um, Jim Louise Coleman fine yeah I'd, I'd like to performance fine it's great to have like Amy it's great to have a companion that isn't from London yeah uh, I did think her accent was a little bit it changed but then yeah. you know, um, Lancashire Thing. Maybe she just lived in London for a while, uh, but it's it's just great to have somebody who's not originally from London. Yeah, yeah, it does uh, make a change. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can't fault her performance at all. Um, I miss her performance as Oswin, though. Oswin was a bit feistier, and I, I was actually looking forward to that because she was something different. Well, I'm I'm sort of I'm kind of glad that she's actually sort of played three different versions of yeah, the same yeah. character, which I th- uh, you know full credit to her. You know, acting abilities really, because um, I was quite worried if they were going to make her. Because they always said, you know, she's always one step ahead of the doctor. She, you know, yeah, she's yeah. talks ten the dozen. You know, the doctor has a trouble keeping up with her. And I was beginning to worry if she was going to be too over the top in that regard. Yeah, and which I mean, I personally find quite annoying 
really. But you know, but it, she wasn't like that at all. I'm glad to say. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, it was. It was just on the right side of being. You know, a bit too, a bit too, <laughs> a bit too mouthy. I was going to say, but, yeah, okay. but that's too, too strong a word. I think mouthy, but you know, a bit too, bit too clever for their own good. If you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But now, and also, everyone's now talking about the significance of the leaf as well. Yeah, what what was that? She said it's page one. But it's also the look on the doctor's face when he licked it as well. Yes, like it wasn't a normal leaf. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But that when I don't know if you find. This now become a little bit, and I think I said this begin anyway. But this whole thing of you know, there's this whole mystery surrounding the the companion. Mm. They always got a bigger part to play. They've got some destiny that you know yeah, they're heading yeah. towards. And I mean, I mean, out of all the companions we've had since it started, we've only had two. I know one. I think actually that hasn't actually had that, which is Martha. Yeah, well, we'd, we've mentioned it on your podcast before, and Mark and I talked about this yesterday, that Martha's been the only really unique character of the new series. She has. Yeah. And and that's the one companion that a lot of fans have not clicked with for some reason. I know, I know. Uh, I don't understand it myself. I think she did a fine job yeah. playing character. Yeah, it's bizarre, because every sort of, from Rose, uh, Donna, Amy, and now Clara, they've all had some... They've all been heading towards some predestined future, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's that in itself, I find, is getting a little bit okay. We've been there, seen it, done it. Now let's say something a bit. Let's, let's freshen it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's why I would love to see a male companion. I know we had Rory, mm. uh, but just a doctor and a male companion. Um, bring Captain Jack in for thirteen episodes. And have it more action adventure. Um, yeah, I'm sure you know, John, John Barron would love to work. Well, it, de- well, it depends if he's just signed up for a second series of Arrow. Oh, is he really? All so, right. yeah, it depends if he's actually available. Because he sort of said he was going to be in the 50th, then he quickly retracted it, didn't he? Yeah, well, he didn't say what capacity. He said he was involved, but he didn't say what capacity. No. Uh, yeah, was quick... involved, but she's not in the actual episode. No, that's right. That's so, right. He, I reckon there's just going to be a big documentary. I airing think so. around that weekend, and yeah. that, that's what they're talking about. Or it's to do with the convention, of course. Possibly, yeah. Because I think they're going to keep a load of people free. Because I know there's sort of like a few people in, I think Louise Jameson said, you know, keep some time free around the time. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be the, the three days. Yeah. So, But what do you think about the, the idea of monsters in the Wi-Fi? Uh... But again, it's like like we said earlier. It's like uh, the idiot's lantern, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I really love the idea when Mark Gatiss did it about five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but also setting in nineteen fifties Britain as well. It was, it yeah, was yeah. you know. Um, but it's the same sort of thing because you had that. That was all hinged around the coronation when you got the most amount of people all glued to Watch their televisions, which yeah, is yeah. you know fine. Um, then, you, but then again, you also had Moffat do that with uh, Day of the Moon. Yeah, you're right. With the, the with moon, the moon landings, landings and everything. So, and now we've okay. You've, everyone's now sitting in front of their laptop or on their phone or, or tablet or whatever on the Wi-Fi. So it's a, it's that same thing again about having a captive audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we have, we have so we haven't really moved on from the Idiot's Lantern in that regard, have we? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing I did like about this is when the guys explaining that you sometimes hear them. Mm. And the amount of times I think I've heard something and I look and there's nothing there. 
Yeah. And that sort of chilled me because I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. What if what I, hear, I am actually hearing someone shouting through my router? Um, that's, yeah, that's an interesting concept, but that's about as far as it went. Well, he's, he's quite good on, on picking up on the everyday yeah, yeah. And, and turn it into something scary, like, you know, like he did with the Weeping Angels. Especially that bit at the end when, um, and the first time you saw them, it's the whole thing when you got the doctor talking about, you know, don't blink, don't, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And yeah. it's just focusing on different shots of ordinary statues. Yeah, that was so effective. It was. I mean, th- I mean that's how to scare kids. Take, <laughs> you know, take the everyday and make it scary. Yeah. Which is fine. But that's something tangible, though. You can see that with the Wi-Fi. It's, you can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, you know, a lot of people have actually tried changing their Wi-Fi name to those symbols. <laughs> uh, but they're illegal characters, apparently. You can't you can't have a Wi-Fi called that. Oh, well. You can't have spaces or something. No, you can't, no. So, yeah. No. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not as bad as Clara, but um, I'm not really an internet guy. I know what I need to know how to get on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't set up a networking system for anyone. <laughs> uh, but I could show them how to tweet. Yeah, that's it. So, and yeah, did you pick up Mo- Moffitt's little dig at Twitter? Another little dig at Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, we did get a lot of abuse. <laughs> and I get a feeling if he'd been on Twitter, he would have got some from us last night. I think he probably would have. Well, that, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to put yourself in the in the public eye, yeah, on yeah. the social media site like that, you you're gonna get it. You've got to expect it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you just block people like that. Well, that's all you do. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, and you don't allow people to follow you. You've got that invitation only thing, haven't you? So you know, it's you don't have to allow everyone to follow you. Yeah. You know, you know, there, there are things in place on Twitter to stop that sort of thing happening. You could just have your close friends following you if you want. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it just smacks that you know, throw your you know, throw your teddy out the pram. All right, that's it. I'm off. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just sort of okay. We shouldn't have done it in the first place, mate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you've got, especially when you're in charge of a show that is going to divide opinion. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody's going to love what you do, and you know, you shouldn't aim to please everybody. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, obviously, he has pleased quite a few people with this story. He hasn't pleased me with it. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, there were bits of it I, you know, I did like, but on the whole, I didn't think it was a great episode, unfortunately. Yeah, same here. Um, I don't know, if if this was somebody's first episode, I'm not necessarily sure they would come back. No. No, probably not. Well, let's hope next um, week's is better. Well, do you think that the problem we had is that the snowman at Christmas was so good and such a return to form after the first half of Series 7, which was really poor? Yeah, um, it was actually. Our, yeah. our expectations of this episode just got driven up so high that no matter what he did, we were going to be disappointed. Well, I think that this is half my problem now because I thought Series 5, Matt Smith's first season, was outstanding. It was, yeah. Okay, Series 6 came along, which I was really hyped for, and I thought it was terrible. There was a couple of good stories in there. Yeah, yeah. But on the whole, I thought that the whole River Song plot arc, I thought was completely botched. And yes, yeah. and it made me hate the character. Yeah, same here. I mean, River works best when she's hardly used. Yeah. When but... she turns up and she's ignigmatic, whatever that word is. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, when she, you know, you don't really know too much about her. She's speaking in riddles. Um, she, she works so much better. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But when she's in every episode, you know, some people want a whole series of River being the companion. Uh, that that would just drive me away. Well, I think there's this, this, this other thing as well, and I, and I may alienate a few listeners here and maybe a few followers I've got on, on Twitter as well, but a lot of them just love this whole romance thing. It's it, It's like... Doctor Who meets Twilight. It's, it's all these like teenage, <laughs> yeah, girls, angst, yeah. that teenage girls and boys all sort of, as you say, the teenage angst thing. It's sort of like oh, love lawn all the time, and you know, it, or it's fantastic. The Doctor and River are in love, and oh well, okay, I know the show's moved on, but is that really what Doctor Who's about now? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind there being romance. I don't mind it, um, you know, but it's but not, it's, it's, but it's not yeah. the crux of the show, though, is it? It shouldn't be the main point. I don't even mind if the Doctor was in a relationship with the companion and she was travelling around with him. Fine. Ah, fine, exactly. Fine, but, yeah, don't make that the under the, the underpin. The one, yeah. yeah, the underpin characteristic Yeah, of what they're about. Yeah. And I know some people do watch the show just for that thing, the whole River Doctor romance. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. I mean, you know, people take what they want out of the show. Exactly. You know, I'm not I'm not knocking them for it, which is something I don't particularly like in it. You know, um, <laughs> and it's, it's this is my podcast, so what I bloody well like. So <laughs> exactly, you don't have to bow down to anyone. Exactly, kneel before me, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm just a little bit a little bit disappointed. That's all I can say. Yeah. Like say. Okay. Now, um, before I, actually, I have got one one email to read out as well. Okay. I did get one bit of feedback, which I'll come to in a minute. But as is customary on this podcast, when there's new Doctor Who to talk about, when we finish talking about it, we then rate it. Okay. Okay. So we got, um, I don't know if you can remember, Martin, because I could just about remember myself, and this is my podcast. <laughs> um, we got a, th- a, th- a three tier rating system, right? I remember. You yeah, remember? Yeah. So if, if we like it, um, it's a cyber leader. If we're indifferent, it gets a NIDA. And then if we don't like it, it gets a, uh, a Commander Steyer, I think, from uh, the Sontaran experiment. So, okay. what's it to be? Is it a Cyber Leader, a NIDA, or a Steyer? Steyer. You're a mistake and must therefore be eliminated. That's the first time ever. A, oh, really? Uh, first time ever a Steyer has been mentioned. Um, I'm honoured. You're honoured. Do you know what? It's going to get the second Steyer as well. You're a mistake and must therefore be eliminated. Oh! Yeah. Um, I've just thought of something. This is your 100th episode. It is our 100th episode. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yes, we don't usually make a, um, a big thing about the... We don't, actually, we don't mention the episode numbers at all, actually. So, yeah. uh, yes, this is episode 100. And, <laughs> and we don't like the new episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> and what's more, like, you know, tickling to me is that you started a year after my podcast and you <laughs> taken over. <laughs> We obviously talk more bollocks than you do, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so that's that's a good way to to see our hundredth episode—an episode of Doctor Who we don't like. We don't like, yeah. We don't like. Okay. Well, here's the, here's the other side of the coin. Anyway, um, we had I did put a tweet out during the, um, during the week for people to um, email actually on Saturday actually uh, to email their uh, thoughts um, about Bells and St John. Okay. And uh, we got one response. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Um, and it actually came from Mr. David Light. You, you must know Mr. David Light. From oh, the U- fantastic man. Yes, yeah. indeed he is. From the Yoohoo podcast. 
Um, okay, and he writes, Dear Stutter and Waldolf. <laughs> okay. Um, how you fine gentlemen this morning, afternoon, delete where appropriate. I hope you're all well. Um, I'll give you my opinion on the Bells of St. John, but you have to listen to my podcast, the YooHoo podcast, to find out. Uh, just kidding, I, I enjoyed it just fine. I've only uh, watched it once, and I was interrupted at various intervals, but it seemed all right to me. I may have to watch it a few more times to get a better opinion of it, however, so that may change. Hope that's helpful to you. David Light. P.S. That's YooHoo with a U O. Sorry, U-O, what we're talking about. I can't read now. Y-O-U-W-H-O. You can follow us on iTunes. Thanks. That <laughs> so just seems like shameless self-promotion. That was shameless today. self-promotion then, Mr. Light. I'm, I'm uh-huh. disgusted with you. <laughs> but thank you for your feedback anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know we didn't like it. And I know some people who cannot find fault in Doctor, and I'm, and I'm actually generally happy for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be honest, I really am. You know, if, if you enjoy it and you love everything about it, then then fair play to you. Yeah, fair play to it. It's just uh, us old miserable sods <laughs> who will find fault in anything. So, <laughs> well, next week's looks um, looks quite exciting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's off world for a start. Yeah, it just from the trailer, it just made me think it's the beast below again. Oh dear! Oh dear! But we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Well, hopefully next week, um, Mr. Paul will be back. Yeah. If he's not, I'll be wheeled out again. Exactly. We'll, we'll put Martin back in his box for another week, and we'll, we'll dust you off next week if Paul's not back. Okay. Can you put some air holes in it this time? Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'll, I'll put some water in it for you as well. Yeah, and change my bucket. I'm not slopping that out. You can do it yourself. You're out now, mate. So. Okay. Is that, right. This is your slopping out session. What, what, what are you doing on the podcast? <laughs> Slop out your bucket. Okay, I put right. Ball in the box. <laughs> right. Well, before we go, um, as is customary in these situations, tell everybody where they can find your majestic and fine podcast. Uh, badwolf.co.uk. Uh, that's bad wolf, not bad wolf. And I'm still getting people saying, "Do you mean bad wolf?" Uh, no, 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 it's bad wolf. Yeah. There you go. Okay, everybody. I think that just sums up enough. Um, sort of bile and hatred for another week so, <laughs> so... join us next week for more <laughs> for another glorious hundred episodes <laughs> so okay folks so for another week then it's goodbye from me Phil and goodbye from me Martin I nearly said Paul is it Paul then <laughs> <laughs> should we do that again I've been taken over by the Wi-Fi <laughs> let's do it again it's goodbye from okay. me Phil and goodbye from me Martin goodbye goodbye <laughs> I can't believe the news. You were listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at whos-he.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at whos-he-podcast. underscore underscore